0: conversation, Women of Co-Series, where we're bringing you a short episode every day this week of host Samantha Dunn interviewing accomplished, inspiring, and badass women. Today's episode, Sam talks to Martha Daniel, the CEO and president of Information Management Resources, Inc. At age 15, Martha Daniel is locking arms with striking garbage workers as they march with Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. through the streets of Memphis, which is Martha's hometown. She joined the Navy to seek more opportunity than what she saw available in the South. Today, this veteran is a cybersecurity expert who, as president and CEO of Information Management Resources, Inc., leads her company to earn millions in important government contracts, including designing the Public Safety First Responder Network, FirstNet. Now, the background of this interview is a little loud because they were literally building the Woman of Coast set and room around Sam and Martha as they were talking. So please forgive the noise and hammering. It's a great interview, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I'll we'll Let Sam take it away.
1: I want women to be able to tell their stories and to tell the stories of other women. You know, that's how we really affect change. I think mm-hmm. by knowing each other deeply, not having a sense of competition, but a sense of support. And so, I'm wondering. My first question is: Who was the woman who inspired you, both personally and professionally? What I think the the first proper would be my mother. Yeah. And
2: I, and, I, and I say that because she was deprived of so many things in her life. She was deprived of her education. She grew up in Mississippi. She was a sheriff daughter, daughter. But she had such a desire to be educated. And, and before she, she passed away, at 83, she got her GED. She did 83, she got her GED? And she went to college. She was first they have, uh, you know, photos in the city of Memphis of her. And, and it was just all through my life, I watched my mom develop various different trades where she didn't have the ability to read and write, but she had a desire to do different things. And so she was the first inspiration. She was also one that just said, you can be whatever you want to be and she encouraged me all the way. I was pretty smart in this school. Yeah. And she did not hesitate. No matter what I got myself into, she wouldn't work the second job or whatever she needed to do to make sure I could be in that event yeah. participate in the choir or be a cheerleader yeah. or to go on a trip. So started first with her. Um, and then as I moved on through life, uh, some of the other uh, inspirational people that were in my life was a lady by the name of uh-huh. Betty Lamar. What was her name? Betty, Betty? Lamar. Betty Lamar. Betty Lamar Betty Lamar had excelled uh, very well at digital, at DEC uh-huh. at the time. And mm-hmm. she had no hesitation to reach back and uh, mentor different people and, and, and she was one who, who kind of said you need to do this and you guided yep. me through as I had become an executive yes. in the corporate America and I had a little personality with that my <laughs> <laughs> so she needed to help me from that so that yep. I can yeah. Simulate myself and, and excel in corporate America because yes, I was very yeah. strong and having my way, and right. that being an only being a youngest child, I carried that trait. And she said, "Okay, we got to turn a little of that down, but you're going to be successful because I had the skills to be yeah. So, yeah. so." that was the second role model. She's still in my life today.
1: That's wonderful. And you also, you're also a minister, correct? So, so who guided you spiritually? Who guided you in with, your religious? Well, spiritually, I had always taught. Sunday school. Oh, you know, yeah. My
2: mom, I grew up in the church. When you're from the yeah. South, and especially yeah. Memphis, you go to church day, night, moon, moon, <laughs> you never leave. You know, you're you, there all the time. It's so, the organizing so, principle. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's just life. all part of life. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, as I began to move into different, moved out to California, I, the churches that I attend, I always walk in and say, I teach women. I, I motivate yeah. and I help women, and that was my ministry. And didn't really, wasn't a minister, but yeah. that's what yeah. I wanted to do. Yeah. And so it was probably very, very late when, yeah. uh, when I went to uh, the church of uh, Christ Our Redeemer. Uh-huh. And uh, I was very active there and, and felt good about things yeah. there. And, and my pastor would say, what are you afraid of? And I thought, nothing. i scared of everything. I didn't really know what he was talking about. But I had been journaling for three years that, the, that God was taking me into a different direction to be a little bit more... Um, dedicated in a different way, and um, in, in various ways. So anyways, it's a five-year program. Oh, wow. Five years you go wow. into Los Angeles, seven months out of a year, wow. and you're there, and you get ordained. So it's like to, a seminary, it's right? It's like it's a, a seminary. Sem- and then I did go to Fuller mm-hmm. Seminary for a while, mm-hmm. but that's like a seminary. And five years with the business that I had, I thought, there is no way I'm going to get to. Yep. I, I looked at that and said, that's not possible, but I did. And successfully ordained two, there's two ordinations. So there's a deacon level and then there's the an elder. And so I'm like a supporting pastor to uh-huh. a church. I don't pastor a church. Uh-huh. But I'm the supporting. I'm the assistant right. pastor. And my do. job is to support the, the senior pastor of any church. So if he leaves, I'm still there. So right. whatever pastor comes in, I'm the supporting Right, so to
1: maintain that consistency
2: in And I think that my gift is really a mentoring, and I mentor yeah. women, and I mentor, you yeah. know, people. I'm a yeah. counselor. Yeah. I have a compassion, and, yeah. and so I tend to draw that 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 level of love inside of my church, and I think my pastor counseled me yeah. a lot to, yeah. to fulfill that.
1: Beautiful. Yeah. When did—this might sound like a strange question, but interpret it however you want to. When did you know you could— when did I know I could be a minister? When did you know you could do with it?
2: Oh, as a little girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought the world evolved around me, to be honest. <laughs> Mom used to tell me it's one way. You, you You're like a signpost, it's like one way, the This way. So, uh, and I was the so youngest of five kids, and uh-huh. there was a distance. And so uh, I think that, you know, being a young child, you get a little bit. Uh, some things are a little different for the youngest. Okay, yeah. Everybody have, have to cater to you. Well, so <laughs> yeah, I'm an so, only child.
1: My son yeah, is the so youngest.
2: You so yeah, yeah. Uh, you get catered to. So I think as a young girl, I, I, I never stopped excelling. Yeah. I always wanted to be uh, in something. I'm always, um, you know, from kindergarten, you know, I, I had little, 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 little acting things. I, I developed things. And high, uh, junior high uh, elementary school and I was in all of the choirs so I was always one that felt like I had to do do better and I had to leave Memphis because of that hmm. because I knew that I wasn't yeah. going to ever excel there uh-huh. I just didn't feel it I had tried and right. I knew that I needed to leave yeah and very
1: fortunately I was blessed to leave the military <laughs> did that, I was going to say yeah. that's when you entered the, the Navy. Yeah. yeah I said okay it's, I need somebody to help me get there and yeah. then the Navy was there yeah.
2: And as a result, moved out, married in California, and moved out here. Um, and you met in the Navy. We met in the oh. Navy. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. My uh, uh, first marriage. Yeah. Okay. So we met in the Navy, and uh, moved out to California, and then went back to college here. And and I knew that there was there was more than one company here. Here's the thing: in Memphis, there was only FedEx yeah. and maybe one other big company. Yeah. And if you didn't make it in one of those, and women were not moving up anyways. Women, women of color. Women women were, it it was flat as it could be there. Okay, so with the attitude and thought that I can be the president of the United States. <laughs> we're yeah. in a sub-company, so you know, that's what I thought. Yeah. And, and you were right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I eventually got to be president. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so I just knew that I needed to, to move. And so by moving, when I reached, I had come out to California when I was 21, and I looked at how big it was. And I knew that in the midst, and I looked at women, and, you know, it didn't seem that bad. And... It looked like there was lots of jobs and diversity everywhere, and I thought, let me, if I get there, if I can just get there, I'll do okay.
1: And you were right. Yeah, I was right. What do you want your work to say about you?
2: Uh, I have this thought, she cared. Yeah. She cared. I I have built my business. Uh, one of the reasons that we've done, been so fortunate in some of the government contracting is you know, that people have heard about us. They know we would take care of our employees. Mm-hmm. And as a small business, that has always been um, one of my desires. I've always given medical insurance. I've always uh, done full one k matching. I've always built a foundation where the employees there were treated right and paid paid right. Yes. And so. In the midst of that, uh, and even in my customers, it's a matter of caring. I mean, I go, I have clients down in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I've been at the... I'm oh, singing. Vicksburg. Yeah, I sing in the choir Christmas
1: time. I go back down and I mean, I you, go to the homes. Yeah. Side note, yeah. I, I have a, we have a very dear friend. Actually, she, I wrote a book with her. Uh, her name's Linda Fondren. Have you met Linda Fondren in Vicksburg? She, she has the, the um, health company, Shape Up Sister. No, I have. To oh, meet you have when to I go down. I have to. You have to connect with her. I have an option. i of the time. You have to. I'm going to connect you. Please do. Because she's please. the most oh, beautiful soul. Oh, I'd love to. Just one of thirteen kids, had nothing, and then it became a multimillionaire millionaire I i the you, you love so, her. Yeah. She wrote a book called Ship Up, Sister, oh, about her her journey. About her journey. Yeah, and and about and about health and and women's health in in Mississippi. So it's. Well, you got know I her. would love to meet her. Yeah. And, you know, anyway. when, you, when you
2: talked about books, uh, yeah, I mentioned to you that uh, one of my mentors was Betty Lamar. She has a book called Empower Her. Empower Her. Empower Her. Mm-hmm. And the organization is here in Los Angeles. And what we did is that she grabbed 13 women together and they wrote a book oh. called The Million Dollar Conversation. And there are stories of each woman and their journeys inside of it. I'll, I'll give you one. I'll I love it. that. And what we did is that we took the donations. We didn't, when we sold the books, we took all that money and moved to her charity. And what it does is that we tell these young girls where, uh, that she developed, if you can just make it, that you, we can't pick your family for you. We can't change your full environment, but we can change it through the, the, through the education system. So, if we can keep yeah. you in school, because they mm-hmm. work with some of the schools and in the inner city and some of the at risk areas, mm-hmm. and if we can get you through school, and if you just stay mm-hmm. with us and mm-hmm. hang in our programs mm-hmm. and don't give up and don't join the games, and don't, we can guarantee you we can get you out of college. And that's what she has done, and that's the foundation that uh, she built. And so the women, the stories were told. So when you talk about telling the story, it is so important important. for us to tell our story, especially to the young girls who see us because... It is the society still it paints us, but it still doesn't let them know all
1: the opportunities right. that are out there. That's right. You know. That's yeah. right. Listen, I I grew up in a trailer park in, yeah. in New Mexico. You okay, know, and so. it was only through story, right? <clears throat> it was only through seeing that right. that's the that's the engine for me, yeah. you know, to do all of this work. And <clears> these <throat> anyway. What do you want other women I'm to the realize? To realize their dreams dreams yeah you know dreams
2: are you know they're personal mm-hmm. and uh, it's about they're measured by your desire and, and even more measured by your your desire to achieve it and if they realize their dreams and not be, not limit themselves yeah. by thinking that they can't take the word can't yeah. out of the vocabulary yeah because you can do all things just take can't out yep And if I were to have listened to the can'ts and can't do and the naysayers, Mm -hmm. then I wouldn't have succeeded in my business. I never would have started the business. Yeah. Right? Right. So I want them to realize their dream. And if they dream it and believe it, then they can reach out and do it and not be afraid to network. We, women mm-hmm. have a tendency sometimes to not want to go ask another that, woman that, about something. That is you know, yes. You don't know how to do it, but you, you d- don't want to ask anybody else to help you yep. as you go through. You come after you feel, you know, and you come and tell them, oh, and it's like, why don't you just call me up and ask me? Yep. You know, I know you did this. You had to get through. What was the tough time you went through? That's the problem that we still have today. We still have to be able to feel comfortable. Being able to share our, our ups and our downs and yeah. ask the questions because we're here to help each other. And and today is different than it was in the 70s. Yeah. You know, today is much different, mm-hmm. even in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was difficult back then. Mm-hmm. We're not helping each other. Yeah. But today we have joined together and we sure realize the cause and the benefit of all of us helping each other. Because that's how we're going to succeed, that's, that's it. we continuously do. That's exactly right. And it doesn't right. matter what lines are crossed, if we just help each
1: other, we'll always do it. That. That's right. I believe right. That's yep. uh, What are they, a rising tide lifts all boats. That's right. That's it. All boats. Okay. All boats. I love it. Uh, I love it. One more question. What do you wish you'd known sooner? That's a good one.
2: I wish I had known sooner how to balance. I, I wish I had known sooner how to balance uh, things. And when I say that, I say it in two ways. One of the things that we do, especially as entrepreneurs, and even women in, in business, sometimes we don't live in today, we're living for tomorrow, okay? That's right. Yeah. And so, if I had learned how to live in today, you're always looking at tomorrow yeah. and, and sometimes you don't live in that today, that moment in time that is so enjoyable while you're where you are, you're so busy going to the next step, yeah. and so that's a balance for me, and balancing that being able to, if you live in today, you're able to balance your life a little bit better, because you're not always chasing, yeah. chasing always chasing to the next level, to the next contract, to the next yeah. list, and yet you've been blessed in that moment so if I had learned how to do that, I think that would have been less stressed. Yeah. I okay? needed to hear that today. Less stressed. Yeah. Because it's the stress level that comes upon you when you're chasing Martha. So that's
1: what I'm I'm speaking directly to the choir here. Thank you.
0: That's today's show. If you want to learn more about Martha and Information Management Resources, Inc., check out imri.com. If you like the music, check out Passages by Lee Offenhower on iTunes. Hit us up on all sorts of social media with CoastMagOC. If you enjoyed the show and what we put out, please subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts. It very much helps us out. We'd love to hear from you, our listeners. Email us, coast at coastmagazine.com. Tune in tomorrow for Sam's interview with Jennifer Friend, the president and CEO of Project Hope Alliance, as we continue our Women of Coast week. Let's all go get some coffee. Coast Conversation is a project of Southern California News Group.